Hey everyone and welcome to the Rampage Ramble, the show where we love to ramble and eventually we will be talking about some AEW Rampage. That's right, I'm Boris and as always, it is the person I love to ramble with every single Saturday morning, or just about that is, that is Xavier Dax. How's it going? Ah, not too bad. Big fight weekend, man. Like literally just so much to look forward to. I mean, if you're an MMA fan, if you're a boxing fan, if you're a wrestler fan, it's this is this is fight weekend. This is fight February. It should have been in February, so we could say fight February, but it's March. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? It's just uh, damn that March weather, though. Um, no, man, it's a huge weekend for fighting. There is a UFC tonight. There is AEW Revolution tomorrow. And guess what? We've got you covered here on Sunday night's main event radio. Uh, we do have a UFC podcast out already with Brady and the Notorious TID. For those of you who don't know, the Notorious TID just, you know, he he's actually the, 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 the like the, the grand, like the grandfather of this place. He's the one who started the law way back when, and he's made his, he's found his way back. He's chatting some UFC with Brady this weekend. And then tomorrow, you know, because it's Sunday, because it's, uh, you know, we don't know how long the show is going to be. Uh, the executive decision was made for us to not have a live after party uh, after Revolution. So Joe and Dan are going to be recording a show and it's going to be an aftercast. Uh, you'll be able to listen to that shortly after the pay-per-view. Um, so we hope that that is all right, but we've got you covered. It's going to be, you know, tons of of stuff going on this weekend and it all started on friday night at least for aew as they presented us with aew rampage live ish from the cow palace legendary arena just absolutely legendary and before we start talking about wrestling come on dex it's us how are you doing i was waiting for this <laughs> i'm doing actually pretty good man it's been a good week um a lot of new things and developments coming up on my end uh new toys i could get to play with new games i get to review and some good things coming forward down the line so i'm looking forward to it but this is like you said it's a big fight week um you know in terms of cinema in terms of pay-per-view in terms of professional wrestling i mean mma i'm 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 hyped i'm excited Oh, yeah, there's so much to do this weekend, right? Whatever whatever floats your boat, your boat will be floating at the end of this weekend. <laughs> Euphemism or not, I don't know. Um, weather here in southern Ontario is crazy. So last night at about, what, 6.30 p.m.? I'll be honest. I was, like, in bed by 7 p.m. I've had a super You sounded like week. you were in the second tank of empty. Dude, I was on the third tank of empty. Like I was running on fumes, absolute fumes by Friday. Uh, I was hoping to record this last night, but like I was like, nah, not gonna happen. I'm not gonna be entertaining. And what good would that be to our listeners? Uh, I disagree with that. (laughs) Drowsy drunk, drowsy drunk can be very unpredictable. It really can be. It really can be. Um, But yeah, no. So I was in bed so freaking early. But as I was in bed. There was a snowstorm outside here in the Toronto area, and it was just like, oh, wow. dude, it was crazy. Um, I didn't realize people didn't know that this was a thing. So when it snowstorms, it mm-hmm. is possible to get thunder and lightning. Yes, it is a rarity like, in some, a lot of cases, but it does happen. 
it does happen and people were like freaking out as it was happening it's like you, you do know this isn't the first time it's happened right like <laughs> tranquilo everyone but it is crazy right like it, the wind was heavy so it just looked like yeah. just a a big ass cloud of white just swooping through the city as oh, lightning wow. was going on you know it, it looked like a scene out of that movie the day after the tomorrow <laughs> i wish i i see i wish I, I, it sounds stupid for me to say, but I wish that happened here. So, I, cause I would love to take pictures of stuff like that and right. capture that. But um, at the same time, it's like, no, that's probably too dangerous. And we're, oh, we, don't wanna, we haven't had a storm in Philadelphia or literally consistent snow yet. I don't think we're getting it. Wow. Yeah. You're lucky. This is we got rain. We got a rainstorm yesterday. That's pretty wow. much it. You're, that that's not bad. I, I saw earlier this week you were like just prancing down the streets of Philadelphia with like that spring lake weather. Yeah, one day it's seventy degrees. Inconsistently, the next day it's like forty or thirty something degrees, and it's like I took selfies of me with just a t-shirt on a day before, and then the next day I got a hat, scarf, <laughs> and down jacket on. It's like what is going on? Right, that's how the weather's been here, right? But like the past ten days, we've gotten three storms. That's uh, scary, it's, man. It's like it's. I mean, we all gr didn't grow up like this. We grew up with like how temperature used to be just normal. Like it snowed when it was supposed to snow. The sun was coming out. Now everything's just mixing around <laughs> in the pot, and it's it's. I mean, if you really are smart enough to understand, you should be concerned of this. Right, that's the thing. I don't think people realize. Like, okay. Have you seen the Hollywood Hills? Yeah, exactly. Need I say more? Need I got I people. I got people I know who live in Burbank, California. You know, what I'm saying like, and I hear all the time is right. If it's not the earthquakes, it's like the um, you know, the fires, the wildfires, and everything up there. It's it's just it's getting snow. crazy. I At don't want to end up. Time it was so funny. So my mom. Mm -hmm. I was talking to my mom on the phone, and she was telling me, uh, one of our aunts, uh, in L.A. Like they never come close to seeing snow uh so right. in la it was snowing a little bit and she the, the, that night she's like oh fuck it it's i'm not doing anything she's freezing in reality it's like still 15 10 degrees right right it was maybe a, around 10 ish to be honest uh, mm -hmm. celsius uh probably like in the 40s uh fahrenheit so snowing never seen this before the next day though it, the weather drops to about zero Celsius minus uh, 32 Eesh. Fahrenheit, right? Not minus, positive 32. Right, um, okay. And, and, <laughs> and she, she's never gone through this, but it was sunny. Mm. So she doesn't realize, like us in the Northeast, when it is sunny in the winter, it could be very deceiving. So yeah. my aunt just literally puts on a, not even a sweater, Pretty sure she just had her like her her moo moo on and went outside, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like she, she took one step and said fuck that, like whatever happened just looking at the weather and then going outside, <laughs> right, right. But in I don't know like, my wife too in California, yeah. Why would you ever have to do that? I'm still trying to figure out why in California they're wearing um you know wool scullies in California. <laughs> What, what what kind of pretentious thing is that? What is going on here? I, I don't. Yeah. I watch TMZ all the time, and he's like, you know, half those kids in there like dressing like it's a style, but it's like 70, 80 degree. Nobody in the East Coast wears wool hats in the in the summertime. It's really douchey. <laughs> uh, I beg to differ, my friend. Have you clearly? 
this is this is where like our minor age difference is shown because i grew up in the age of hipsters again when i say again pretentious pretentious. (laughs) i forgot that word i forgot you said that (laughs) (laughs) all right correct this this is awesome i'm loving this man so much to talk about you were saying something about your wife your wife does the same she just goes she does the same thing i mean i'm like no you know discredit to you to you but like my wife does the same thing she has a smart watch she has a smartphone she stupidly doesn't watch the weather (laughs) she wonders why she's sweating or anything like that or why she got all like why do we even invest all this money in in this in technology when you only use like 20 percent of it right it's so funny See, you say aunt, I say aunt, right? And someone, I used to work with someone. This or like, auntie. <laughs> yeah, I work with someone, I used to work with someone in the restaurant. This is like 15, 20 years ago now. Yeah. And the server, she was from the East Coast of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just got pissed at me one day. She's like, it's aunt, it's aunt. Oh, How okay. do you spell aunt? I'm like, A-U-N-T, <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> right? And then she's like, all right, it's a- okay. So you spell it A-U-N-T. Spell haunted. H-A-U-N-T. Y'all really had this conversation. Yes. And then she's like, do you say haunted? Do you say haunted? No, it's haunted. So it's aunt. Do you know how to spell therapy? <laughs> Funny you should say, because I do follow her on Facebook, and she's been divorced twice. <laughs> Psychotherapy. Right? <laughs> Right. It's so funny, though. But yes, but this is these are the conversations that happen between kitchen staff and servers. And then people wonder why they hate each other. Yeah. Like that was too. That was how you get triggered from that. I don't know. Like that. Like, I get it. Like everybody has their preferences and it's whatever. Like, yes, you don't utilize the you and aunt. That's fine. It is what it is. You can't disrespect people's accents and whatever. Just as long as you get the point, you understand the, the, the situation. That's all that matters. That's exactly it, man. And it's like, I hate when, like, if you understand what I'm saying. Right. That's all that matters. You can understand what a Smurf says when they talk Smurf. Because right. it's impliedness. If you can understand Smurf, you can understand what the hell everybody else is saying. It's the, basically, the problem is, is that people want the world to revolve around them for their comfortability. Yep. And because of that, it's like, if it doesn't go the way that they think that it should go. Then their world is their world is corrupted. That's what's going on with our countries now, and I say Man, plural. That is, that's yeah. I've literally said this a few th- times to a few people, and that is like a perfect description of stuff. Is like we've become so in the age of social media, where the world could revolve around us, right? And mm-hmm. it does kind of revolve around us because the social media companies make it about us. Yep. But we have to remember that's not the way the real world works. I just I, I I say this all the time. I want every listener on this show, on my show, or whatever, to do your due diligence and really understand how social media works in terms of their algorithms and how they manipulate a lot of what we do and say. Yeah. Like we was we what we weren't a, a short attention society until Twitter. When yeah. Twitter started allowing us to only put 120 characters before they doubled it. Yep. The world became that. And exactly. And then Vine, that, Vine yeah. made it made made short clips popular, right? So now yeah. everything's like, ooh, short TV. Woo. Snapchat and 
all that, man. It's just, it just reminds me of the Family Guy episode when they play when they made fun of that and they had the six yeah. second show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. All right, man. All right. So so you've been a busy. Well, you're always busy. But this week in particular, you've been super busy. Uh, you have a special uh, your, your your Saturday podcast. You're prepping for a Sunday podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of this stuff. What have you been playing? What have you been watching? What's going on in the world of Dax? There is a game. It like, are you a baseball fan? Am I a baseball fan? <laughs> of course I am. I'm Latino. Okay. And you're a switch owner, correct? Oh, big time. Okay. Let me give you a little tip. Go into uh this week on the Select Start video game podcast on talktimelive.com and wherever podcasts are played. There's a game that Konami, yes, the Konami code guys, oh, the Contra guys. Konami is still making they video games. Actually have a in, in Japan? Apparently, yes, because there is a video game series, a baseball video game series that I've been following. I have a Japanese account and a Mer- an American account because like any person, there is a particular, you know, any real ga- hardcore gamer who, you know, buys imports like I do. You're always going to have a Japanese account somewhere because there's always a game yep. or two that will never see the light of day in the, in the States, in this in our yep. region. So because the Nintendo Switch is region free, you can buy those games on a Japanese account and play them on your um, on your Nintendo Switch. For those who don't know, you, all you got to do is get the yen card and all that stuff and you can go crazy on it, yep. uh, which you could get on Amazon or PlayAsia or whatever like that. But this particular game made it to the States. And I was extremely surprised. They announced it on Nintendo Direct. It is WBSC, E-Baseball Power Pros. It is like one of these over-the-top, cutesy, super deformed uh, games. I love over-the-top sports games. And this one will get you so... The replay value, it will get you so hooked because it's so simple to play and so easy to play. Uh, I go into great detail about it, but the biggest part about it is the price. It's only 99 cents. Woo. In Japan, they sell it for 30. And they have Woo. a series of them in there. I think they're trying to they're trying to get us. What they're trying to give get us is what they say, a taste, if you will. Yeah. Give it a taste. Okay, so here's a question. It's Konami, you say, right? Yes. All right. Is it Konami or Konami? Um, <laughs> you know what? That's a great question. Right? It actually I believe, and I could be wrong, but I was, uh, I did study Japanese, you know, for, um, you know, beginners Japanese for a short stint with a tutor at one point. The A is supposed to be pronounced as ah. Yeah. So it should be Konami. Yeah. It should be Konami. All right. Now I just completely diverted myself. Okay. So do you remember (laughs) on the NES that robot baseball game, Cyber Stadium Series Baseball? Yes. That's by Konami. Is this? I feel like this is like a kind of like a like a natural type of sequel ish. No, this thing. is better. This is better. Ooh, this is easier to play. This is very. If you, hey, that's the thing. If you're not a baseball fan, if you're or you're not into like the RBI stats and all that, you like it makes it easy for everybody to get into. Like, and you, the thing is, you create your own, like your own entire company. Like you, you can customize it any way you want to they have online mode they also have um over 300 different characters that you can wow. you can draft them to any team you want you could create a different team within a different region or whatever like that you could do tournament mode you could do round robin to like 
create an entire season. It's so much fun. It, it should not be this, this cheap. <laughs> this sounds like, uh, remember the NES game, Baseball Stars? Baseball All-Stars? Exactly. Right. For NES, where you can create teams, create players, yeah. rename teams, rename players, and do all that. But if you didn't hit, restart, and then the power button, you were screwed. <laughs> Let's say we have that? That, we we are far removed from that problem anymore. <laughs> but this one is all. I mean, it's just so awesome. Like, plus the characters are really cutesy. Like, um, like I said, they're like the super deformed type things. Apparently, there is a series in Japan for this. Um, they have other games, and I was yay close to actually buying this game, the Japan version of this game, before they actually dropped it because I kept I see it all the time. They got like I think four different games over the course of um the years dating back to 2017. And it just looks like really cool and a lot of fun. And there are also certain characters that have really special, you know, specially made pitches that are like based on some type of power and abilities or whatever like that. It's so over the top, but it's so much fun. I highly recommend everybody go to my, um, you know, uh, go to my website, check it out, the episode and really get a detail of what it is. But for 99 cents, you cannot. There's no way. <laughs> That's can- awesome. Honestly, in all seriousness, I did make the joke about Konami and whether they exist or not, but it sounds like 2023, they've got plans. I hope so. And I hope is because they, what they've been, the plans that they had prior to wasn't what we were wanting. Like they came yeah. out with a Contra game like a while back and it was a disaster. It was yeah. awful. It had a panda in there. Yeah. What yeah. was going on yeah. with this? Yep. Far removed so, from the beautiful like heyday of NES Konami games, right? Like it's the, crazy. the the Castlevanias, they like they their library is legendary, man. And it's like they're not capitalizing on it. Uh that's exactly it, right? Like apparently though, they are gonna be releasing uh, a new Castlevania game. They are looking mm-hmm. into releasing of all the games they could have picked, an HD version or a remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. Wish it was number one. Uh, yeah. Silent Hill. They've got the remake for Silent Hill 2 coming out. Don't know what's happening with that series. All we need right now is a Super Bomberman or a Bomberman <laughs> series, and I'll be happy. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I, I really don't know what their strategy was not, but I mean, I'm just surprised they're still relevant and around to this point. But like I said, in Japan, they seem to be doing pretty well. It's just need to come back to the States and really do something or in your neck of the woods and do something really great with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sega also is apparently starting to uh, ramp up, and they have plans for this year. So we'll see what's happening, right? Uh, well, well, they've got already like had. They got uh, there's a few new like a dragon Yakuza games coming out. Yeah. Um. You know they they they've been on. They uh, they've been steady. I have had no yep. issues with Sega and what they've been doing. Um. I still wish they would come out with the Dreamcast too or whatever like that, but they they do not want to compete. <laughs> No, no, no. They, they when they stepped out of the hardware, I cried almost uh, when they when I read that day back in uh, on IGN or whatever website yeah. I was using when they announced that they were leaving the hardware game. Like it, it was, was hard, it was heartbreaking. Video gaming, yeah. Because f- remember Fantasy Star Online for the Dreamcast? Funny story. Yes, um, it was one. Of the, it was actually, I believe, and somebody can quote me wrong. That was the first multimedia online rpg game ever yep yep um i remember this i used to work in uh if you're if people are listening from philadelphia i used to work at south street which is like one of our like really multicultural you know uh areas you know really popular popular areas at the time and i used to go um you know 
I was kind of like a, I was like a, um, a character from a Kevin Smith movie when I used to work down there. I used to work at an art store and right up the street, it was a game store. So I used to hang around there whenever I was on break or whatever like that. And I was really cool with those guys. And uh, we were, we wound up getting to the point where those guys end up giving me a free, um, a free uh, disc of that game. And uh, it was pretty awesome at the time. It, that game is, that game is, needs to be in the uh, history hall of fame. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, so that's video games. You've also you also last night went out to watch a movie. Let's quickly talk about. I don't want to take too much time on that because obviously, you know, I'm trying to get people listening to you and your reviews. So, uh, what what you watch and what are you going to be reviewing this weekend? Well, I went to go see what the first main event of the weekend, and that was Creed Three. Um, you know, I will say this because I am going to review that. Uh, I'm going to do my show tomorrow to review that thoroughly, but. Everything that Michael B. Jordan said that he was doing with this movie is absolutely true. If you are an anime fan, a really hardcore otaku, if you will, you will pick up on a lot of the references that he has used in terms of his fighting choreography and everything in there. Very interesting uh, take on this one. And I can understand possibly why Sylvester Stallone probably wouldn't watch this either. Yeah. Here's here's a quote from Michael B. Jordan. Anime has always been a place for me to get that wish fulfillment and escapism in a world that doesn't have that much of it. So I clearly, really, I really, clearly. really loved what he did. Well, even still, on one of the interviews I think he did with IGN, um, he pointed out exactly which fights he was basing it on. And if you yep. have you watched Hajime no Ippo, yes, one of my all time favorite animes. It is the Ultimate underdog, like if you're if you're a boxing fan and you're an anime fan, I don't understand how you don't watch this uh, series. It's it, it is a great underdog tale, and by the end of it, it really makes you feel like you're having a actual fight. Apparently, I was very happy to hear that uh, Michael B. Jordan was a fan of this, and he paid homage to this, and and it yes, very much, time. very Obvious. much in here. Yeah, and another yeah, and anime. And another anime, which I won't point out, but I'll talk about that uh, tomorrow, too. Exactly. Exactly. Just a taste, right? That's all we're Just getting people right now. <laughs> um, I I loved what I love about the Rocky movies, the Creed movies, is how fast they feel, right? They yeah. do the setup and then boom, main event, right? No, no, yeah. no pussyfooting, no whatever, no, no filler. Right. It yeah. is the, just the main part of the story. And that's what I really loved about this. It's sub two hours, which yeah. I absolutely loved. Uh, yeah, um, I did appreciate that a lot. <laughs> right. It's in the day where I feel like every movie is three hours long. Yeah. I love sub two hour movies. Yeah. And I feel like, OK, so the last thing I'm going to talk about cinematography, but I got to get the joke in the MCU is getting crazy with Kang just showing up everywhere. <laughs> exactly. But I will say this too. shout out to Mauro Ranallo. <laughs> I yes. I love the real fight feel of this movie and the fact that they really got really great people in this deal too and it was really great to hear from him from a wrestling standpoint because it's just like he's still doing his thing and it also did yeah. remind me of why I'm not watching WWE right now because he was another reason it was like I hated the way they treated him yeah for sure for sure uh, that's it was it was heartbreaking everything that happened there um, yeah. and i know that he's he's a very you know people love him or hate him right and that that's kind of the moral way it seems but i did love the fighting scenes like this is by far in my opinion the most live action uh of uh, 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 you know uh, cinema mm -hmm. 
fighting scenes that they could have done sports fighting scenes, whether it be <laughs> MMA, wrestling, boxing, bare knuckle boxing, what have you. This was a very, very well done, dude. There were times throughout the various fight scenes where you wince or something because it's like you feel like you're in there. Mm-hmm. I was just, uh, you know, when I saw them fighting and and again, you know, with the references and everything, I was waiting for certain particular things to happen and it did. So I was, I w- um, there's a lot to be enjoyed with this, with this uh, movie, but there's also some yeah. things I, I would say that um, I find interesting for this as a Rocky connected film too. Yes. So yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about with that. Yep, exactly, exactly. I don't want to get into too much detail for obvious reasons <laughs> because I want people to listen to your show and I want people to watch this movie because it is a worthwhile movie for you to watch, in my opinion, especially if you're a fan of the Rocky movies, especially if you're a fan of the Creed series. Um, really well done. Overall, overall, I would say go and watch it. I really did enjoy it. Just just got to get hot. Just, it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's just two hours of just nonsense fun. Yeah, and that's what we need. We need a lot more of that. What I don't need is Are, a rowdy, stupid theater. <laughs> right. Oh, this is With why kids I love and babies fact- everywhere. I'm so t- yeah, I'm really I'm, tired of that. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Number one, if I don't watch a movie in the middle of the day, I go to the like what we call the VIP, right? Just because I can't deal you. with that stuff. My wife learned a valuable lesson yesterday as to why I don't go to my up my neighborhood theater at night. She learned a valuable lesson that because we usually go far out. Like the key is, you know, we go for to far out ones where like it's more family friendly and it's like, you know, everybody's a little bit more sophisticated and chill and they'll cheer on the right times when it's time to be cheering and everything. This one wasn't one of these ones. And it was like, right. this is the one I go to when I don't go to my Marvel movies. So I just go up the street or the mat- matinee or whatever like that or, you know, early bird just to get to get to watch it. <laughs> yep, exactly. You were saying we need more fun and nautical stuff to watch. You know what we need more more of? What's that? Some more Aussie Open in AEW. Let's talk. You like you like that? You like that segue? All right, segue over. Talking AEW Rampage episode number eighty-two from San Francisco ish, California, at the (laughs) Cow Palace. As always, the show kicks things off right away as we get Top Flight versus Aussie Open versus John Silver and Alex Reynolds versus Claudio Castanoli and Wheeler Yuta in a four-way tag match. Let me tell you, I'm glad you mentioned Aussie Open from the from the jump. Like, I'm liking them more and more, and I'm glad because I didn't get a chance to see as much of them with um, Will Ospreay in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling as much as I wanted to. But now, are are they officially all elite now? No, not yet. They're still. I, th- kind I think of Tony. I think Tony would be a agents. full. Yeah. yeah. Right. He would be. He would we be. need we need that that FTR fill uh, filling. And I think they're as close to filling that FTR gap. Wait, Have you, know, you watched yeah. the FTR Aussie Open match oh. from October? Yeah. I, you know, they, they're pretty solid, and I feel like they're just getting better and better every single time. They're so enjoyable to watch. They really are. They really are. And to me, they were the standouts in this match because yes. I, I like. Call me on Mark. I don't care. I, I'm the biggest Aussie Open Mark right now in terms of tag team wrestling. Like, they are just so freaking good. Uh, there was a commercial break in the middle of the match. We get back. Claudio's working a headlock on Reynolds. He tags in Yuta. Yuta cuts off Silver, and the fans were 
angry. The fans just really wanted to see John Silver. Uh, Reynolds double stomped Yuta, wanted a tag. Dante Martin tags in. Fletcher and Mark Davies run into the ring. Dante landed a wild splash onto the wrestlers outside. Fletcher was getting uh, his ass kicked from top flight. Ozzy Open came back, hit a double super kick on Darius Martin. Uh, Ozzy Open then landed their pendulum move for a two count. Davies and Fletcher clothesline Claudio, tried to rile up the crowd. Davies accidentally clotheslined Fletcher. Darius and Dark Order uh, start going off. Dark Order got uh, all their offense. But none of this was important because Yuta runs in, throws everyone out, Pins Martin for the win in nine minutes, 34 seconds. The Blackpool Combat Club continues. They are hill heelish journey. ways. <laughs> they are joining the dark side, and I have no trouble with this. At all. I'm like, they, they need this. They need something different. They need a change, and I'm liking this. I'm really enjoying where, uh, you know, basically since Regal left, I feel yeah. like the, the Blackpool Combat Club's kind of been in, you know, in... In the middle, they haven't really done too much. They have, and they were it, their yeah. momentum. They had such huge momentum going in, and yeah, that was just another thing that was just you know clouding them. Was like you know Regal leaving, that the whole you know Punk situation happened. It's like that all that happened at the same time kind of diluted things. And it was like, what is happening to one of my favorite you know factions right now? Yep, exactly. All right, we got Jungle Boy. Jack Perry is in a dark room. He gets a dark room promo. He said there's going to be a hole in the ground. Perry called his match with Christian Cage the final burial. Is this a, another way of just calling it another trademark of way of saying of uh, buried alive? Yes. I don't understand how we get a buried alive match from these two feuds, but sure. Right. I mean, like, no, I honestly, actually do. I mean, I actually okay. do. I Explain just don't know why it needed to me. I mean, it's there. He talked about his pop. It's it's poetic justice, basically. He talked about his pop. He berated uh, his pop. He mentioned how you know he antagonized him about him being dead and whatever like that. Um, not in the Randy Orton type of way, but it just in its own way. And it's mentally taxing on Jungle Boy, who's just really tired. He's like, if if you keep talking about it, I'm going to send you in the same place. I guess that's the premise of this. I didn't say it was a good premise. I just <laughs> I understand where to go with this. Hey, okay. I didn't even think of that. Like, honestly, I just in my mind, I just thought like, you know, remember all those e-games, like those e-fantasy booker games yeah. that I'm that, like, we all played as huge wrestling nerds. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure as a wrestling nerd, Tony Khan played. And I feel like he's like inputted his entire AEW roster into one of these <laughs> it just computer generates cards doing it right now he got an old m dicky emulator <laughs> <laughs> quick get me smackdown versus raw right <laughs> I, what's your secret to booking at this point <laughs> <laughs> oh my god riho versus emmy sakura was the second match never go wrong exactly with them what I, yeah exactly what i thought it would be they they pretty it's it's pretty much just they do it without they, they do it without even thinking because <laughs> they've yep. wrestled so many times. 
And and you can tell that they've wrestled each other so many times. So I'm really enjoying how that middle match has been a showcase, at least on Rampage, uh, a showcase for the women, right? And they try yeah. to get some some good workers on Rampage. Yeah. Uh, and that's I'm, I'm appreciating what they're doing here. Uh, Sakura rolls up Riho for a near fall. Riho lands a knee. Sakura got in a lariat. Uh, she gets a two count. Sakura went to the top, tried a moonsault. Came in empty-handed. Riho went to the top for a double stomp. Sakura moved, but Riho rolled up Sakura for the win in nine minutes, thirty-two seconds. Kind of a meh ending, but it was a very yeah. good match. It was a perfect Rampage TV match. Yeah, what I I'd love these two. I love I love I love the idea that um, Rio always gets the crowd behind her. I love it. Yes. It is and it's an amazing thing because she knows how to she knows the chemistry and the psychology of how to get people on her side. I love that. It's it's artistry at this point. Amy Sakata, it, it pretty much. I so love that she is the spitting image of the I forgot his name from FMW. Um Yeah. It, we talked yeah, about this last time. Yeah, and I just I just love it because she she recaptures his whole entire hill image perfectly. And yep. I love I just love it. And yep. I'm glad that she's on she's on like prime time finally. They need to bring her on more. I think she's a great talent. Yep. Agreed, agreed. But you know what? If if they keep using her on rampage, at least you and I get to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately to say that. <laughs> I, at this point, just book the show for me, Tony. Like who else is watching? I I mean, it's it's been a while since I've watched Dark. That's the problem. Yeah, you see, I've I've been hearing that from a lot of people. Um, all right, so Powerhouse Hobbs versus Serpentico. I think I've spent more time in the introduction of this match than the match itself. Hobbs <laughs> lands a spine buster finisher, and that was that 40-second match. I love Hobbs that with this ring because he looks like one of Dr. Eggman's big machines holding Sonic's ring. <laughs> 100%. Hobbs <laughs> cut the promo saying it won't matter who wins on Sunday because the next chapter in the book of Hobbs is the TNT championship. Which brings uh, me to the question. Do you think they're going to pull the trigger? They have to. They, really they have do. to. They've been building him up for so long. They've yeah. been putting so much effort into his promos, into this new book of Hobbs nonsense. I shouldn't yeah. say nonsense, but the book of Hobbs stuff. Right. Uh, it would be nonsense if he loses. I think it will completely blow his entire momentum. If they don't, and he needs to be convincing. Yes. Like the way Wardlow was convincing at the this time. This is the thing. I would rather have Hobbs beat Samoa Joe than Wardlow. Because I think Wardlow. He's still fresh and new. Hell. Yes. Yeah. Samoa Joe can do it and be convincing enough to. And he's in a hill state right now where like he, his lack of focus can actually be his, his uh, error. Would okay here here let's fantasy book this real quick. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Warlow's music hits, distracts Joe. Hobbs just decimates him. I don't want that to happen. That's but so cliche. I feel like that's what they're gonna do to keep everyone strong. I think that's a bad move. I just I, I think that's a bad move on a sense that we saw that so many times. It's so yep. it's Recently. it's incredibly cliche and honestly, it doesn't do really anybody good in my opinion. From my perspective, I want. Hobbs to decimate Samoa Joe enough. Doesn't need to be a 10-second match, but I want him to just decimate him and get a clear win from him. I want to say decimate because I still think Samoa Joe is a beast. But I but think convincing... 
get Samoa over Joe on him. Easily just 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 disappeared to ROH for a little while. And let him and, and let him do some um, vignettes that hit, puts him back in the gym, get serious and get back in the road. I, I yeah. Now he he is somebody that I think should go that wouldn't be have or wouldn't have a problem going back to Ring of Honor. Because yeah. I think people will actually go to watch Ring of Honor to watch Joe again. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Especially for pay-per-views, right? Where they got up Absolutely. in seats. All right. And if people haven't get- seen his two-year-long reign, I, I, what are you doing? Right. Rene Paquette is with Takeshita. He said he had a great moment during the ladder match on Wednesday. He said that he is not happy and maybe he should go back to Japan. Don Callis comes into the frame, gives Takeshita his card, saying Takeshita needs a killer instinct great video game Callis said before Takeshita goes back to Japan he should let Callis teach him a thing or two okay you've watched New Japan Pro Wrestling I watched New Japan Pro Wrestling yep I am getting ghetto vibes from this are you not I feel like this is this is turning into something that's going to be very interesting connectedly connecting to Kenny Omega Uh uh-huh I, I agree. And I'm all I for agree. it. <laughs> yep. Agreed. I'm liking this. They did film footage at Bol- at Bola. Was it Bola? Yeah, at Bola. Battle uh, Los for, Angeles. Yeah. For Wrestling Gorilla. Yep. For mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Gorilla, which was Battle of Los Angeles. Here, okay. My one biggest takeaway from Creed was this. Yeah. On the marquees for the final fight, they called it the Battle for of Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah, but then everywhere else they said Battle of Los Angeles. I don't know why that bothered me so much. <laughs> At least they didn't say Battle of the Los Angeles. That would have been more. That would. Oh, I would have. I would have up and left. No, it was it's something so minor, though, right? Like you were, you got your pay per view name wrong, people. Right. All right. So we get a. What were we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we were at the Kester right afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, so they 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 filmed some footage at PWG Bola uh, with Don Callis and Takeshita. So I can like I think you're right. I think this is going to somehow lead to you know uh, Don Callis leaning towards it's who who's who's his boy? Is it Takeshita or is it Kenny Omega? Yeah, which I I have no problem with. I mean, one could probably. I mean, the way you made it sound, you made it sound like it was the Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar's uh, storyline. But no, um, yeah, I think this is kind of leading to the um, Switchblade Kenny Omega type of deal, which, I mean, that hasn't been done in America. It has been done in a long time. So, I mean, like, I'm all for it. And Don Callis is that the perfect dude for this. Yep. All right. Back. Oh, this next promo. <laughs> Mark Briscoe said he's confused sometimes because he's backstage at wrestling shows and he's not yeah. seeing his brother. He wanted to go beat some ass with his brother during the tag team battle royal. Uh, that's when the Lucha Brothers come in. They call out Mark Sterling. Uh, and apparently we're going to be getting Briscoe and Lucha Brothers versus all the Sterling bros at the Revolution pre-show. You know, I you know, I also had uh, a bit of cynicism in the, on this deal, too. Like, all of a sudden, the Lucha Bros are just teaming up with this dude. I don't yeah. know the history. I've never known the history of the Briscoes and the Lucha Bros. I just know that Mark Briscoe has both of those titles. Yeah. And I don't know what they're doing with those Ring of Honor tag titles, but I know there's the Lucha Brothers and the Lucha Brothers hasn't been doing anything in a while. And I'm wondering if this is leading to them trying to go after him for those titles. 
Maybe. Because we don't know what's going on, what the status is with the tag team uh, title match. And unfortunately, yes, they need to get that off of Mark at some point in time. I Honestly, I really wish they'd let him keep those titles and just make brand new ones. There are so many other versions of the Ring of Honor tag titles they can use. Let Briscoe take those back home and let them do a whole new thing. And yeah, if this is leading to a a, uh, deception angle with the Lucha Bros, I'm okay with that too. And yep. let them go to Ring Agreed. of Honor as well. Yep. Agreed. A hundred percent. All right. Let's three, four, five. That's not the full card. All right. Uh, main event time. We got the Mark Henry promo. Um, kind of seemed passe this time. Like they, you know, it didn't feel as impactful as it usually does. I agree. This, <laughs> this does lead us. To I feel the like they're just event. throwing stuff out there every week. There's a different version of a Mark Henry, uh, you know, deal segment. Yeah, and it's like he'll do the live one at one week, and then the next week he's doing the video vignettes. Right, right. All right, let's uh, jump to the main event. That's Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee versus Swerve Strickland and Parker Baudreau. All right, um, just Parker guy. He's a <laughs> WWE guy before this, right? NXT, yes. Okay. Was he the two dimes or whatever the guy the guy that you guys were no. talking about? Nope. Which one was he? Nope. Uh he was kind of on he was in uh schism with Joe Gacy. Oh, the recent schism. Okay. Interesting. I mean, he was cool. I did he I mean he wasn't bad. He wasn't good. He was just there. Um I think he's a guy that can, that can get better right there. To me, the MVP of this match was was Swerve. The way he was bumping, the way he was doing stuff in this match, it was it was just amazing. When isn't Swerve the MVP <laughs> in a match that he is in? Exactly. It's just right? he never ceased to amaze me in just everybody. He's he is a different type of cat, and I dig him so much. I'm so just. I know it's better late than ever, but I'm just glad I just I'm late to the game with him now. But I am yep. glad I'm following him. <laughs> I'm glad it. that you know what? I'm glad that people get to see what a lot of people saw in Lucha Underground, what a lot of people saw on the indies, what yeah. Matt and I, among other people, saw in NXT. Like mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that he is living his best life right now. This is the best version of Swerve I've seen. Cause the first time I seen it was in MLW. And he was just leaving MLW to go to NXT. And I was like, I'm not impressed with what I'm seeing right now. I don't see the, you know, you know, he's coming out to Shaka Khan, which is dope. But it's like, other than that, I don't see the, what, what the deal was. And then NXT, he was kind of there. I was kind of seeing it, but it wasn't there. And I stopped watching NXT after that point. And now he's, the minute he came to AEW, it was like, yeah, he's doing him. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. All right. Uh, this match, the main event, what'd you think overall? I thought it was all right. There was nothing crazy. Like I, we both agree that, uh, uh, Swerve was the man. So let's just talk about the end. Lee went to the top, uh, rope. Things break down between all four teams. Boudreaux held Lee and Swerve usually as a springboard to hit Dustin with a moonsault on the outside. Uh, Boudreaux landed a boot to Lee's head. Swerve went to the top, hit a stomp. Lee kicked out at two. Dustin hits a bulldog on Boudreau, but Lee then double slapped Swerve. Lee landed a crossbody on Boudreau, and Swerve hit a flatliner. Uh, then Dustin hit a Canadian destroyer on Swerve. Lee threw Dustin onto Boudreau, 
and Lee hit his finisher on Boudreaux for the win in 11 minutes, three seconds. Perfectly fine main event. Yeah, it was. It was nothing big. Um, I would say that, like, I, maybe it's just rust right now with uh, Lee, but, you know, I've seen better Lee matches. He's- I've seen much better Lee matches than this, and I don't know what's going on with his transition right now, but, um, I'm, you know, it's Keith Lee. I'll still stick with him. Same. He He's not a spring chicken. Like, let's remember. Apparently that. not anymore. He, the cat's out the bag. He's all great. Now. <laughs> right. That's so funny. All right. So that was AEW Rampage. Overall, pretty good show. Yeah. But it left me hungry for more buildup to this pay-per-view. Yeah. It really did. It, it wasn't the go-home show that, like, uh, Dynamite was, and I felt like it should. We did forget to mention what happened at near the end where Chris Jericho was actually right. – uh, he was about to talk smack to uh, to Rick, uh, Ricky Starks, and Ricky Starks came out and surprised him. So they kind of hyped that up there too. Yeah, but overall, I don't know. You know, you know what I don't like about that. Okay, I know it's like a catch twenty two. It's because do you put attention on Rampage to be the go home show, or do you use it on Dynamite where you get the ratings? But then by not doing it on Rampage and that literally being the last show before your pay per view. Yeah. You're essentially saying Rampage is a BC level of show. I mean, it is what it is, and it ain't what it, it is, is, right? <laughs> but can't complain about ratings then, right? Still is, right. Still is not dark. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started with that. So, <laughs> this being Revolution Weekend, Revolution on Sunday, we have an aftercast. That's a podcast after the show. Uh, we're going to be chatting the card quickly before we go so let's talk about this we already quickly talked about this match but let's get the official picks in zero hour match varsity athletes and ari davari versus mark briscoe and the lucha brothers anything with the lucha brothers is going to win in this case i think there's no way that they're going to lose to the varsity brothers (laughs) yeah which aren't they the second varsity team in aew now yeah Brian Pillman uh, and Jr. and uh, his partner. Were, and then they legally got stripped from the name because of Mark Sterling. That's how that. Oh, so out. that's the storyline with that. Oh, OK, I get yeah. it. OK, that makes sense now. That all makes sense to me. All right. Was I've a wondered reason. about that forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Salute bros and Briscoe win. Uh, let's talk about the final burial match. You know, I, there's something about the word burial in wrestling. <laughs> there's a underlying. Yeah. Right? Like, you got to be careful sometimes. Anyway, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry versus Christian Cage. Who's going to be buried? I think it actually will be Christian Cage. I think he's going to be. So. I think this is this has to be the final proverbial nail in the coffin. Ha. No pun. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I think that Christian Cage is going to win because I think we're going to see a returning Luchasaurus. Damn it, I forgot about him. Yeah, if he's coming in with all dark, he's done. You know, right now, the, my issue there is you're extending this story longer. That's my point of why I want I wanted to, you know, just to end with Jungle Boy winning because they've already done it so many times now. Now, it's not to say that they can't because we've seen yeah, exactly. really great storylines. We've seen a boogie woogie man face the number one Paul Jones for like over a like course of two years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we exactly. I think we'd be OK if they just make it captivating. The Elite versus the House of Black for the AEW Trios Championships. Oh, that's has stuff to say. This is the match I'm waiting for. I think this is the match. This might, this 
could possibly be is this the opener i don't know is this is a possible op- if this is the possible would, opener yeah. this could be also the possible stealer right i there think it three, should be the opener there are three fantastic two fantastic teams six outstanding individuals that know how to make an impact on an in ring and I, I just so much potential for this being an awesome match and a much yep. talked about max a match throughout the week agreed all right we also have the, who do you think is going to win oh man i what i really honestly i want the house to beat them Same. but i do too it's not, i don't think it's going to happen I don't think it's going to happen. It, it, unless they, if they, if they, if if they, if the elite wins, I want them to prolong this. This should not just be a one and done deal. Agreed. Regardless of who wins, it should, it should still keep going. I agree. Yeah. Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Everyone banned from ringside. Unless you're Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks. They said everybody from JAS. I'm, I'm smelling a new member coming. Yeah, exactly. So action Andretti. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. I'm so down with that storyline. That I never thought about that until you did it. Uh, it's awesome. I'm with it. Um, yeah, I think Jericho's gonna find his way to win this. Yep. Samoa Joe versus Wardlow for the TNT championship. Yeah, um I, I honestly due to the story of this, Wardlow has to win. Yeah. Which means he like he's going to have to lose. <laughs> the powerhouse Hobbs at some point. Yeah. How long can they extend that match? Right, like I don't want it to happen on Wednesday. They they said literally it was going to happen. Really, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. unless right. Tony had unless we have schedule a schedule special dynamite episode coming up. There is the battle of the belts in a few weeks. Like when we say few, me two or three. I mean, like more than three. Okay, I let me, let me, I'll, let me. If you vamp for a second, if we can yeah. vamp, yeah, yeah. I look at something. I can, yeah. Um, honestly, yeah. If they last for more than a few weeks, they can prolong that story and hype for it as they should for any absolute fight that any 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 battle any combat sport that it is. There should be a hype for it. But um, if it's shorter than that, then yeah, they can pro. You know. They could get get it done from there, but I'd rather it be done on a special occasion and did give him his flowers that way. Yep, April seventh, Battle of the Belts, Friday, April seventh. Good Friday. They can hype this up. They can if they. I think they should wait to the. I think they should wait to do this then, and hype it up and really, really promote and hype this up. I mean, that's what promoters are supposed to be doing, right? So. Is anyone from Rhode Island? Because that's where this is. Uh, isn't wait? Isn't MJF from Rhode Island? Yeah, he is. No, Long Island. He's from Long Island. It's Long Island. Okay, Rhode Island is uh is Family Guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know. I don't know. Not anybody in funny particular enough, with those two. Funny enough, they are in Long Island just two nights before. You know how? You know what's sad? You know how I look at the AEW schedule, their yeah. press credentials uh, form. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Because it like it because you can clearly see it's dynamite and rampage or what's being recorded, right? Right, like right. That. It's easy. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, we'll see what happens there. The most smorgasbord wrestling match of the night is for the AEW tag team champions, the guns, your champs, versus the acclaimed versus Danhausen and Orange Cassidy versus your boys, 
Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Okay, we know they're going to be entertaining, but they're not going to win. I really think the acclaim may actually get these titles back. You think so? Yeah, I, I, I don't think. I think there's going to be a new champion. Let's just put it like that. Jay and, Lethal and Jeff Jarrett's winning. I'm telling you. <laughs> and you, honestly, honestly, I don't see a problem with this. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I don't. They have been together as a tag team. He's been fine. He's not the main dude. He's subtle. He's very subtle. I wouldn't mind it. I'd be surprised, but I don't. I wouldn't mind it. I do need Jay Lethal to eventually start to, you know, advance. Yeah, uh, uh, sooner or later. Not in Ring of Honor. He's already he's done everything he can do in Ring of Honor. He does not need to be in Ring of Honor. It's his time to really shine at AEW. Yep, down the line Agreed. at least. So you think acclaimed? I think Lethal and Jared just for the lulls. We'll see who ends up winning. <laughs> John Moxley versus Adam Page in a Texas death match. Oh, this one is going to be hard to really pick, but man, I think, uh, I think Hangman, I'll give, I'll put my money on Hangman on this one. Same, same. Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho versus Soraya for the AEW Women's Championship. Man, if this was only Ruby Soho and, um, and Jamie Hayter, I would absolutely say that this was going to be a good match, but Soraya, Soraya is a, uh, she's the dark horse in this one. Yeah. But you also, yeah. Also, I, I wouldn't be, I, I would be not surprised if somehow, some way she pulls out a win in this, but I'm, I'm rooting for J- uh, Jamie Hayter on this. Dave here. All right. Main event. Most likely. Regardless, <laughs> it's the AEW championship match and it's an Iron Man match. 60 minutes. MJF. Brian Danielson. Dude, I want Brian Danielson to win this so bad, but it's not his time yet. And I think MJF is going to find some way to get out of this some way, yeah. somehow. And they're going to find a new innovative way to pull this off. Yeah, agreed. Here's but it's going to be a damn good match. I think this is going to be a defining match for MJF, though. It will be. It should be. That's who better than Brian Danielson, right? Yeah, okay. I mean, this is a, this is another level of stepping up that MJF is going to be doing. Like, I mean, he's had the punks. He had some other prestigious people to fight, and uh, he's persevered through them all, and I think this is going to be the one. Yep. Here's my issue. Eight matches on the card, one match on the kickoff so far. Mm-hmm. The main event's an hour long, at least, with yeah. entrances. We're looking at 115. Yeah. Dude, how long is this show going to be? I don't uh, Man, I'm hoping... Depend on, I think, um, I think the the first few match, I think the opening match should be like at least twenty minutes, possibly. I think the other matches should be short, um, and or sh- short enough. But then you know, because you want to you want to condense it down. I, at least I hope that's what they want to do, because they're also going to do the post show press conference and all the stuff too. So yep. yeah, I hope that you know when it comes to timing that they don't stretch this out. Like only stretch out the bigger events. Agreed. Agreed, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay, but here's the thing: what's a bigger event? Like they only have four, five. And we still don't know what the mar- what the marquee event is out of yeah. these four. That's the problem. Like I, I guess All Out is supposed to be the Starcade WrestleMania type of thing, Starcade, but they haven't yeah. really established it. <laughs> well, it is backstage. You get the best fights backstage. That's for sure. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh God, this is the first event since then, isn't it? This is like the first pay per view since that time, uh, wasn't? It? No, we had um. The one in November. Who was that? Uh, oh, from Vegas, right? 
No, that's uh, Double or Nothing in May. Okay. Revolution. Okay. Full Gear. Oh, that's right. You're right. Okay, that is true. All right. But nonetheless, I expect this to be a really fun event, a really great event. What I am curious about, shout out to my um my, uh, my man Mega Ran, because they've been using, for those who don't know, Mega Ran is a good friend of mine. He's also the voice of my show um, on Talk Time Live. He does the uh, theme music for my show, but he's also done the theme music for Revolution every year. Like if you, yeah. you hear the guy that says, there's a revolution, that's him. <laughs> He actually does. He, they. I wonder if they're going to use that theme song or they're going to change it for this one because they used it for all three years. Yep, very cool. I I like. You see, small world. It's a small world, right? Especially when you get into the geek world, like the the intersection between geek world and wrestling, comics and wrestling. It's it's just there's a lot there, a lot of overlap. All right, Dax, don't want to take up more of your time. I know you got a dog to walk. I got a dog to walk, and I got clothes to fold. (laughs) right i got clothes to fold that's real executive stuff people (laughs) a boris to clean and a boris to get the hell out of here because i'm going away for the next couple days i'm deservingly uh, not even yeah man oh i cannot wait all right dax thank you so much where can people listen to all your extra shows especially this week as you talk video games and movies you enjoy all things anime comics movies and games Wait no more. Go ahead and check out ACMG Presents Talk Time Live on TalkTimeLive.com and wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, and Tumblr, if you will. Like, we're everywhere where podcasts are played. Check it out. You never know who's going to stop by. And I do have a special guest in the coming um, weeks or months. Definitely the coming weeks. I've already weeks. spoke with with this weeks. person, so stay tuned for that. You're anime fans. You're not going to want to miss this. Yeah, it should be weeks. Uh, it should be fun. Everything that we have planned. Yeah, hey, I'm going to be. We're going to be doing something soon too. Oh, stay tuned for that, wrestling fans. We're going to have a lot yeah. of fun in the next and uh, coming weeks with that one. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much, Dax. Just remember, keep it locked here on Sunday night's main event for all things AEW Revolution. And remember, check out our our uh, UFC MMA show. It's already out there. Get your one dollar parlay in. Keep it locked here for all your pop culture and wrestling news because we've got it all. We've got little something, little something, something for everyone. That's snmeradio.com Dax, thank you so much as always. Always a pleasure. He's Dax. I'm Boris and just remember stay tranquilo.